0: I think that's what's what's going on. Uh, I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie?
1: I'm good. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm a little rusty.
0: Yeah, yeah. In I, the what
1: we had like a full, uh, abroad vacation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, also known
0: as a girls' trip, right?
1: Abroad <laughs> vacation. vacation. Yeah. Good one.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we went to London.
1: Yeah, it was lots of fun. Londinium. Ludinium. Ludinium, yes.
0: That's what We we, we took uh, multiple walking tours, and we learned about the history of London.
1: Yeah, I'd say it was a good good time.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was a very good time. We got lucky with the weather.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, did we do anything TV-related? Did we do anything
1: uh, friends-related? We didn't no. see Emily.
0: We did not go see Emily? <laughs> yeah, no.
1: Um, we didn't go to a demolished... Church, no, no, site.
0: yeah, no, we didn't.
1: Um, yeah. um, Nothing to do.
0: And I guess. yeah, unlike I predicted, we didn't come back with uh, snotty British accents and attitudes like uh, Woody on Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> when he goes with his fiance's rich family to, to London.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, uh, but we had a good time. We did. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, now we're back on track, sort of. With episodes, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, so that's, that brings us to what this podcast is. It's not a podcast about um, uh, pleasant trips to London, although that would be a good podcast. Yeah. Um, it's a podcast about the American television sitcoms, Friends, and How I Met Your Mother. We watch an episode of each every week, and we compare, contrast, and we have a uh, recap and have all, other sorts of... Uh, <coughs> Little bits and segments and stuff. Uh, so we're on season six, episode three of both shows. Season six, episode three of Friends is called "The One with Ross's Denial," and season six, episode three of How I Met Your Mother is called "Unfinished." We're going to put a pin in "Unfinished," and we're going to jump in with both feet uh, to. The River Nile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We uh, start at the, well, I was going to say the ladies' apartment, but I guess Monica and Chandler's apartment it's about to be. Um, Joey is uh, (laughs) pretending to hold his breath. He's impressing the ladies by holding his breath for four minutes, but actually he's breathing through his nose and Chandler catches him right away. Um, We learn that Phoebe has a roommate because Rachel is like, can I move in with you? And she's like, what about Denise? So apparently she has a roommate named Denise. Yeah. Um, Joey says, Rachel, you can live with me, which is kind of what I assumed was gonna happen. But then he makes a creepy remark about seeing her naked. um, And so she decides against it. Uh, So Phoebe is still the only one who knows that Ross and Rachel are still married Mm -hmm. uh, legally. And also she is the only one who is insistent that Ross is still in love with Rachel. Mm -hmm. So she confronts him again. Um, uh, I don't remember where that goes, but that's at the Perk. Uh, Just a little confrontation. Um, Back at the apartment, Monica and Chandler are having dinner together, and Monica is drinking out of a juice box.
1: They're having, (laughs) like, the dorkiest little, like, sandwich lunch (laughs) with, like, side chips and a juice box.
0: That's cute. But yeah, a juice box. I
1: assumed it was lunch because it was like such a child's lunch Yeah, you're box. probably right. It was lunch. probably lunch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. When was the last time you drank out of a juice box
1: um,
0: or a Capri Sun?
1: Definitely, um, yeah, when my nephew was little. Right, and right. We, yeah. Yeah, Capri Suns are good.
0: Are they? I haven't had one since I was a kid. Yeah, I think so. Um. So meanwhile she has that the, she's she she brings up the idea um of rachel's what's currently rachel's room is not going to be empty um and she has an idea to turn it into a guest room um and chandler has an idea to turn it into a game room and they argue about this because i don't know this is a Sitcom from the yeah, 70s or yeah. 80s. This is like really annoying. Battle
1: of the sexies. Yeah,
0: this was very annoying. To Men are you. from mom. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, hey, I, I, I got very just,
1: sorry. I'm thinking about Capri Sun. Okay, the name is like silly for like a child's beverage. Doesn't it seem like Virginia Slims or like?
0: Yeah, Doesn't a Capri it, Sun, if you didn't know what it was and you heard Capri Sun, you would assume it, it wouldn't like... wouldn't,
1: like, appeal to a child, like...
0: You would assume it had, like, rum or tequila in it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, but, like, like why, why order would, a Capri Sun. <laughs>
1: why would a child care about, like, the sun? Yeah. Like, on Capri, like, I mean, like, ecto-cooler that's, is, like, a child's drink. Yeah, or that's like, true. Or, like, Fruitopia, or, like, the other cool... Yeah, yeah. High sea Yeah. Um, Capri Sun is, yeah. like... Eat, drink, love, or whatever.
0: <laughs> what is that? Eat, drink, love? Eat, pray, love? Eat, pray, love, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> um, what was your favorite as a kid? Um,
1: that's my sister's. Um oh, that's
0: funny. Um,
1: my favorite? It, I sa- like, same
0: to the uh, friends and mothers. Yeah. What was your favorite thing to drink? I
1: just liked those, like those, like, fruit punch. I think they were called fruit punch? Hawaiian it wasn't punch? Like name, no, it wasn't Hawaiian. It wasn't, like, a name brand. It was, like... Just fruit punch. I did like a Capri Sun, but we tended to get like the non-name brand.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
1: let me look at Juice Box. Juice. Bo- what was yours?
0: Um. I loved, not because I thought they tasted great. I don't. They all, all the stuff tastes the same. But I loved Squeeze It's. Yeah. Um, I loved the act of twisting off the top. It was yeah. like a plastic thing with like wings. You would twist off the top. Yes. And then also there were like some squeez there were like characters who were mascots. Or maybe, maybe I'm conflating with another brand. And the bottle would be shaped like the mascot. So it was okay. like a mold of like a monster or whatever that yes. you drank out of. Yes. I loved drinking squeezes.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fun. I'm thinking of...
0: I um, think something, about, I guess maybe like... Looking back subconsciously, like, drinking from a squeeze-it looks more like something an adult would drink, like a beer or a wine cooler or something mm. from a bottle. Okay. So maybe, like, subconsciously, I like squeeze-its because it, like, it didn't... I get to pretend it was, like, an adult drink.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I'm conflating it with Otter Pops, because you know how Otter Pops, they each had a different name, all the colors? Um, um, but yes. I never
0: got Otter Pops. <clears throat> I got... Um, Flavor okay. right, flavor ice? I can't remember what what it was called. Oh,
1: I could I could picture that. Okay, yeah. Minute Maid, the Minute Maid, um, fruit punch. This is what we had.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So Minute Maid fruit punch. I like those drinks. All right. Yeah, friends and mothers, let us know your childhood, uh, drink of choice.
0: Yeah, look at these. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. These squeeze the verge- I'm looking at showing you pictures. There's like faces on the thing. Oh yeah. The little like mascots
1: um you could also freeze them so we would freeze mm. them like if we're packing a lunch for a field trip those could be like yeah. the, the cool element
0: oh here's okay here's an ad from when they introduced the character bottles mm-hmm. let's face it these bottles are
1: hot faces yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow what a relic
0: but i have so much like a sense memory i'm normally not like a nostalgia driven type of person but I have so much sense memory of drinking squeeze and, and enjoying it.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Um, what about snacks? You like a gusher?
0: I did like gushers. You like a
1: roll-up? You like a fruit what? by the foot?
0: No. no. Fruit by the foot. Fruit. I mean, I got fruit roll-ups a lot. It was fun when there were like characters or things you could punch out like they were yeah. little stickers. That was fun. Yeah. But I never thought they were that like, great. Gushers were they great. always
1: got stuck in your teeth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gushers were great. And then wasn't there also one called like Shark Bites? Oh,
1: yeah. I love those sharks. Yeah. I loved, yeah. They had like sharks and like dinosaurs. Okay. And the ones that were like matte colored were the best ones, like the blue ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's weren't right. shiny. Yeah.
1: Oh, I could taste them now.
0: Did you? Were you a school lunch? Like, did you get your lunch? Did you buy lunch at school, or did you? Were you a brown bagger like I was?
1: I was mostly a brown bagger. And okay. Sometimes I would I would get the school lunch. Like if my mom didn't, or my one of my parents didn't go grocery shopping for the week or something, I would get, because I remember, like, eating those pizzas that were, like, the full tray.
0: Yeah, it was very rare that I got the school lunch, but, yeah, pizzas.
1: uh, Like, chicken nuggets, I think. And then
0: did your school ever do, like, Pizza Hut Day or whatever, where they'd actually get, like, Pizza Hut pizza? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. every once in a while. There was, like, some, like, event.
0: But I was mostly a brown bagger, and I could still picture, like, a bag with a squeeze in it. And, like, probably a turkey or ham sandwich wrapped up. And then a little uh, Ziploc baggie of usually chips, sometimes pretzels, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, uh, I I think I liked cheddar and sour cream ruffles a lot. Oh, I
1: never got that.
0: Um, I also, like, my love of salt and vinegar chips started at a very early age. But I didn't get them very often because my mom had to, like, keep in mind you know, stuff that all four kids would eat, and I was the only one who liked salt and vinegar chips.
1: Um, yeah, I think mine would would have been one of those little Minute Maid things. Um, a fruit snack, like either the Sharks or the Gushers. Yeah. And then, like...
0: Oh, yeah, there'd be a dessert, too.
1: PB and I never got a dessert. The dessert is the fruit snack.
0: Well, that's why mine, mine didn't include a fruit oh, snack, I, I said. So I would get a dessert, yeah, sometimes Gushers, but often I would get... Um, Uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Well, I get like little Debbie Debbie oatmeal pies? Oh, I never got that. Or what are the things that I'm thinking of that are like bars that have like a crisscross hatch pattern or whatever? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Like the peanut butter ones? I don't know. Maybe. I think they're peanut butter. The crisscross hatch pattern, that's indicative of a peanut treat.
0: Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking of.
1: Um, But my sandwiches uh, were always peanut butter and jelly. But I got made fun of because like, we used egg bread, which is like a right. Jewish yeah. like, like challah or egg bread. And people would always be like, why is your bread yellow? Did you pee on it? And I would be like, yes, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I peed on my sandwich. Kids are
0: always, she admitted it, never. She admitted it, <laughs> yeah. Lisa, are you going to marry a carrot? Yes, I'm going to marry a carrot. She admitted
1: it.
0: <laughs> OK, what I am thinking of, and I think you're right, um that it is peanut butter. Nutter butters.
1: Nutty butter, nutty butter.
0: Oh, I forgot about these. Nutty buddy? Star Crunch. I liked those too. I'm looking never, at these old never We, seen we one. were a little Debbie household. We were yeah. not.
1: We were like a snack one's Nut, house. Nutty buddy. Nutty buddy. Yeah. Okay. Those were good.
0: Yeah. They we sold would get those them sometimes.
1: at school. Yeah, I like those. Wow.
0: Yeah. This is a trip down memory lane.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were not uh Oh yeah, cosmic brownies. Like those. Never. We were definitely a little Debbie household because I think that they were cheaper than hostess snacks. We
1: never had hostess either. Yeah, we
0: never had hostess. We were definitely a little Debbie.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. And my, oh my God, my, um, I was such a little, like, ferret. Like, I would, like, sneak out. My mom had to, like, hide. this. They were, like, for the four school lunches. Yeah. And she had to hide them because I would... <coughs> I would uh, uh, go and just like eat them all the time, and then there'd be nothing left for the lunches. And like, I would—I remember getting in trouble multiple times for sneaking little like oatmeal pies or, yeah. or whatever. Okay, <laughs> back to the episode. This is a more interesting than their dumb battle of the sexes yeah. uh, argument. Um, I could but, talk
1: about school lunches all day,
0: <laughs> but that should be our next podcast. Be our next podcast. Um, what's even worse, so Chandler. Storms back over to his, what's still his apartment with Joey, and, and Joey is looking for a, uh, a female roommate, preferably a 19-year-old female roommate. Yeah. Real gross. Yeah. Um, uh, Rachel's looking for a place at the Perk. Um, Ross is like, oh, hey, my buddy is um, subletting his place while he goes on a two-year archaeological uh, dig, um, but then it turns out he's too late. Uh, Warren is the guy's name. Has already uh, rented the place out. But um,
1: like, he doesn't give Rachel like a phone number or anything. She just goes to the back and calls Warren.
0: Oh, I I thought he gave her a phone number.
1: Maybe I missed it. Yeah, okay.
0: but she's like, I love Warren, and I don't know if that was like a joke or if like does she actually she remember Warren him. from yeah. when they were dating? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Ross offers his place, which Phoebe thinks is a very bad idea. Rachel accepts. Monica and Chandler make up, but then Chandler once assumes he's going to bring over his Barker lounger, and that's a whole other thing. Which mm-hmm. is like Chandler, what are you what are you thinking?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> come on. But I don't know. I don't know. I, you and I had some slight arguments like this when I moved, because it was a similar situation that I moved in with you in a place that you had already lived for two yeah. years. Yeah. Um, so there was, I guess there was some like discussion about what I wouldn't, wouldn't bring, but I don't think we like, I don't remember storming out of any rooms over it. Yeah. Yeah. We were adults.
1: I think you felt upset that I didn't want any of your furniture.
0: Um,
1: but I did let you have the futon and like some of the, Oh, you
0: let me, huh? No, because it was a similar situation where you had um, a roommate who was moving out, so there was going to be an extra room. Yeah. And so I I just put, like...
1: Most of that
0: stuff. It So it turned yeah. into, like, a... What did we call it? We called it the den. Yeah. But it also became, like, an office. Yeah. We just put... Because I had lived in a studio apartment, so it wasn't, like... It wasn't that, that much stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't that much stuff, so we just moved it into, into there. Um, all right. Blah, blah, blah. Where was I? Uh, we get but Joey is interviewing a potential roommate. A young woman has actually answered his creepy ad yeah. about <laughs> who well, wanted. Uh, the woman's name is Brooke Bois or Boisse. I'm not sure how you say it. But uh, for a short period of time after this, in 2005, she was one of Barker's beauties uh, at the really? very end um, in in
1: 2005.
0: Oh, so I it, don't recognize her. Um, well, Drew. Carrie took over in 2007,
1: yeah,
0: and she only has credited like 10 episodes in 2005, so it was a short-lived thing, wow. but she was a brief, like, Barker beauty. Yeah. That's what he called them, right?
1: He did. And I'm really glad that Drew doesn't have, like, Drew's... Yeah.
0: Carrie's cuties.
1: Yeah. Carrie's cuties. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just calls them by the name. Which a big be makes it more fun that we, like, it calls just know... They them by
1: their first and last names. Like, he, they all have, like...
0: Yeah? Yeah. I just know Manuela.
1: Manuela Arbalize. Okay. James, uh, the Australian guy.
0: Yeah, who was on an episode of Superstore, remember?
1: Yeah.
0: He was a hot doctor.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's first and last.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so thought that was interesting. Um, Ross is making room for Rachel at his place, but then she comes to tell him that about Chandler and Monica's fight and that they're no longer moving in together. So she's not moving out. So then Ross immediately, because he wants Rachel to live with him because he is still in love with her. Even though in a minute, he tries to, he goes to mediate Chandler and Monica. Uh, and it actually works. He, he gets them back together. Um, at the perk, Gunther uh, offers his place to Rachel, but then like, she's like, Oh, where are you going? He's like, Oh, I don't know.
1: (laughs) I guess, like, hot women have, like, so many different options of, like, where they could live.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I still, like... I still feel like Rachel's going to end up at Joey's apartment just because it would least upset the status quo of the sitcom yeah. like i'm not saying like i'm not talking about an in-universe decision <laughs> i feel like the writers and producers are just going to move her into joey's apartment because that's the easiest way to keep things together um blah blah, blah. where was i uh so ross tells rachel there that she and monica are back together and she's kind of hesitant to move in um because she's like isn't it gonna be weird he convinces her it's not but then she starts talking about like um what's going to happen when like she starts dating and sleeping with other men and then so Ross tries to unfix Chandler and Monica's yeah. uh he's not he is not successful.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but then Chandler uh kind of blows it again by suggesting they get a big street sign that says merge to hang in there. But above I guess,
1: above their bed.
0: I guess what we've seen of Chandler and Joey's place and the rare occasion occasion, maybe singular that we've seen Chandler's bedroom. Yeah. I guess it doesn't surprise me that he has this kind of taste. And
1: it shouldn't surprise Monica.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um Where was I? Uh, At the Perk, (laughs) Phoebe debuts a new song called Little Black Curly Hair, which is pretty funny.
1: (laughs) Little Black Curly Hair.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rachel's going to make a copy of Ross's key. While she's gone, Joey's trying to talk Ross out of it because he doesn't want them to get back together and doesn't think that Ross wants that. Um, And at the end of the episode, Joey offers Rachel to move in with him again, and he... It almost happens, but then he once again brings up the walking around naked thing, and she storms off. And that's kind of the end of the episode, except we get a creepy tag at the end where Joey is, uh, uh, I guess, Barker's beauty, Brooke Bois, uh, has made it to the second round of interviews. And he, like, is trying to be slightly subliminally dirty. and
1: word association. Yeah,
0: and and it doesn't work. And then he leads her out. It's, I don't know. It's not the Joey we've come to know. It feels like season one Joey.
1: It's definitely season one, Joey. He grabs her by the arm, yeah. too, and leads her out. Like, yeah. don't touch yeah. her, please, yeah. Joey.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Do you have any other stray observations?
1: Well, Ross got all of his hairs cut, because I know that you're going to make that joke. <laughs> yeah,
0: of course. I, I can't not. I am my, uh, I am my grandfather's grandson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, no, that's it.
0: The grandfather who built new bookshelves in the den and couldn't wait to tell everyone that I'm very proud of my shelf. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, let's move on to funniest moments. Uh, when Phoebe is confronting Ross about being in love with Rachel, she asks if he smelled her hair when he was hugging her. Yeah. You know and she says, uh, 90% of women's pheromones come out of the top of the head, that's why women are shorter. Yeah,
1: I hear that too. Um, uh, okay, when um, Ross is like fucking with Monica and Chandler's relationship, he's like, Stop all the silliness. What's more important, <laughs> love or silliness?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I hated. Joey's like plan to get a nineteen year old female roommate and everything. Yeah. But <laughs> I did like when he was proud of himself with coming for coming up with the idea, he pointed at his head and said, Not just a hat rack. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was funny. Um the follow-up about the silliness, like the second time Chandler tries to intervene on their relationship, um, Chandler says, He knows we enjoy the silliness.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, after Rachel or Ross first offers Rachel a place to stay, she gives him a hug and like Phoebe's watching. And so did you notice that Ross kind of like hugs her, but then like then pushes her away? Her away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
1: after, so little black curly hair, the song that was one of mine. And it's like, as Ross is like taking a bite of his like black forest. Cake. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, um, my last one. Oh. um, when Chandler and Monica are arguing about the decor of the place in the Barker Lounge and everything, and he storms out to go over to his apartment, uh he says, uh, I wouldn't want to ruin the ambience here at Grandma's place. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny and also it's like kinda, kinda of spot true. on. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um after Phoebe's performance, um, she has like a notepad and she's like, If you want to join my email list, Give me some money so I could afford a computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was yeah. very funny, like, this will segue into props because it has, like, email n- name. Like, sh- it's oh, it's it not just, like, a blank notepad. Oh, that's notepad. very funny. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, and then speaking of props, we talked before about the juice box mm-hmm. and, like, dorky lunch Yeah, that they're sharing.
0: What kind of juice was it? Was it apple juice?
1: I don't know. I tried to look at it. It yeah. was, like, some weird branded Juice box. Yeah. Um, And then, mazel to the magna, we have another um, island scene with a boat. Oh. I think it's one that we've used before. Yeah, this
0: is just their fallback when they can't think of anything.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. uh, Well, let's move on to friends, but make it fashion. I only have one, uh, but I really liked... uh, Monica has an outfit she wears for a big chunk of the episode that's a a paisley dress, and she's got a red cardigan over it, Mm -hmm. and then I also like her very straight hair in this
1: episode. Okay. Okay.
0: You didn't like that. I like look? a
1: little more volume for Monica. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone's like stick straight these days in this. Wait, in, in these this days era.
0: or that days, those days.
1: In this era of Friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Like even like Phoebe. Yeah. Um, just like stick straight, no like braids, no. Half Was that up, the back look down. back at the end of '99? I guess yeah, I guess stick straight. Um, Rachel has no bra and huh. phoebe is going so, back normally to i a, noticed but i
0: didn't actually notice that um, time um
1: a very 90s dragonfly motif
0: yeah yeah i saw that in her
1: cardigan and her i think yeah. bag uh
0: anything under the umbrella here
1: uh yeah um i guess joey being gross with friends like talking about naked thursdays right and gunther loving rachel
0: okay well we did it should we take a quick break yeah Okay, we're back and we are ready to talk about season six, episode three of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Unfinished. Natalie, take it away.
1: Okay, so we start with Ted um, being a professor and saying, like, as a professor, um, everyone wants the lecture that changes someone's life forever. So he's giving a lecture about right. the architect, the Spanish architect Gaudi. Yeah, and do you know um, that's
0: where? The term "gaudy" when we d- describe something as gaudy yeah. comes from Gaudi yeah, because, yeah. like his stuff was very busy, and some people thought it looked ugly. And yeah. now it's
1: it's beautiful, like the mosaics. Yes, it is beautiful. Yeah,
0: we have the. Um, if you go down to our Blu-ray collection, we have a documentary about Antonio Gaudi that's really good.
1: Well, I've been there.
0: You've been to that uh, yeah. that unfinished church? Yeah, that's. I'd love to go. Where yeah. is it? It's in it's Madrid, in
1: Barcelona, Barcelona. Yeah. Um, uh okay. So then we're at McLaren's and then Barney is uh hatching up a plan to hit on a group of girls who are at the bar and yeah. like one's hot, one's not and one's ugly, I guess.
0: Well he says, I'm sure she's very funny or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure she um, has a great sense of humor, something like that.
1: Oof. So he's And then
0: he later calls her giggles. Yeah. What a creep.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's, we're six seasons in and we're still, like, shocked by Barney's behavior.
1: Yeah. Um, Barney is gross and then wants Ted to help him out be the wingman. And Ted's like, "Nah, I have a burger coming. And Marshall's like, I can do it. Yeah. And Barney says, no, you suck as a wingman. Um, meanwhile, Robin is flipping channels <laughs> late at night and she sees Dawn In, like, the Chicago station that she turned the job down for. Yeah, yeah. Um, She lies to her friends and says, like, she got closure. Uh, Lily doesn't buy it for one second, says, where's the poop, Robin? Anytime, like, my dog was, like, uh, did something wrong, he would... They would find poop somewhere in the house.
0: Yeah, it was something about like the whenever my dog had that expression on his face, okay, it was yeah, yeah, because yeah. he pooped somewhere in the house. Yeah. I don't like saying that
1: word. Yeah, um, it's an unpleasant word. Barney comes to Ted's class and gives him a poster of the um, the building blueprint for Goliath National Bank and right. wants to hire Ted back to design yeah. it. Yeah. Um but then Ted's like, "Oh, I thought you were here cuz you were dating Rachel the hot co-ed or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. Um and Ted
0: wants the details about their his own students. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he knows it's Ted, wrong, but he can't help himself. Ted. Ted. Um meanwhile, they're all at the apartment and they're talking about the plans for the building design. Ted says, "You know, I'm not going to take it." Um Goliath is an evil empire, and then they start talking about Star Wars um,
0: they talk about the, the design of star of the Death Star in Star Wars and uh, like the just, sort of like fatal flaw that there's a vent that if a, a okay blast whatever goes in but this obviously this episode happened before Rogue One, the movie Rogue One, which uh, reveals that uh it was an intentional bit of sabotage on the part of the Architect, because he was forced by the Empire to design it, and he built that flaw in so that he could like ferret the plans out so that they could blow up the Death Star.
1: Okay, glazed (laughs) over. Um, It's Matt
0: Mickelson. Does that help?
1: mm, Yeah. Um, So Ted shows up at Barney's office, declines the offer, and Rachel from class is in Barney's office. (laughs) (laughs) Um, at McLaren's, Barney is... Ted notices that Barney, like, offers to buy Marshall a drink, like, kind of snubs him. And basically, um, Barney is, like, negging Ted.
0: He's doing the whole... Yeah. All the... So it
1: starts with, like, kind of ignoring him to, like, pique interest, and then there's a backhanded compliment, um... Meanwhile, um, uh, let's see. Oh, Robin comes into the Robin comes into the apartment and says, "Hey, Lily." And Lily says, "Don't hey, Lily." Me, where's the poop, Robin? <laughs> um, and then Lily is trying to encourage Robin to delete um, Don Don's number yeah. because that's another thing. After she sees him. She, After Robin sees him, she calls him and threatens him and yeah. gets drunk and behaves erratically. Yeah.
0: There's a pretty, like, gruesome threat where she we'll
1: <laughs> threatens to, to, to we'll like... We'll get to that oh, okay, later. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, then the next step in um, Barney's, like, evil negging plan is, like, to basically, like, hum- humblebrag himself about various yeah. things. yeah. And then also to establish intimacy with physical touch, and you know this is kind of working. Ted loves the pursuit and loves the attention. Yeah, Um, there's like an ongoing joke of like I always like the two of you together.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) like Barney and Ted being an item.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So okay, so Lily says like, here you can delete anyone in my phone. And Robin's like, what about your dojo? Like, you'll never go back to the dojo. Yeah. And then we get a flashback of Lily showing up to, like, a child's dojo. And a little kid beat her up and um, puts his foot on her neck. Yeah. And screams, what's <laughs> up? That's right. <laughs> I can't even do it.
0: Yeah, because that's, like, how she, like, was able to remember yeah. when it happened. It was yeah. when everyone was saying, what's Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so... Marshall also tries to convince um, Robin to delete Don's number. And he's like, you can, like, clear out my phone contacts. Like, my phone is, like, perfectly pristine. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to delete Edwin. And he's like, no, no, no. Because Edwin is from the funk band. Um, yeah. They're a funk band of lawyers called yeah. The Funk, The Whole Funk, and Nothing <laughs> But The Funk. Yeah. Um, So Robin's like, I understand, but it's just hard to delete, like, the old version of yourself. Like, even if you delete the number, it's not as simple because it's who you were. Right. Um, Meanwhile, Barney goes to uh, Ted's class again and gives him an airplane, like, a little model airplane. And Barney says, like... um, I'm not asking you anymore. We like found a new architect. Mm -hmm. They're already signing in the papers. And Ted's like, Oh, I'm not falling for that. That's, that's part of your scam. And Marshall is like, no, we didn't. I mean, we did sign the papers. This is not, this is not part of it. And then Ted kind of freaks out a little bit and then agrees to do it. And he'll do it for cheap and he'll even do lobby stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it turns out that Marshall did lie and he was the wingman. He couldn't, keep the lie out for very long because he's very honest and then um we find out that barney's body count is 236 and ted is very proud of him (laughs) um ted says i love being a professor my answer is no um robin calls don again and again um threatens his life and then also has like a like, a little, like, racist jab in there, too, which I didn't care for.
0: Oh, because apparently now Dan- Don is, like, dating an Asian woman. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: so, yeah, we learn about, um, like, unfinished dreams. Basically, Ted being an architect, uh, Lily getting into karate, Marshall being in a funk band, and Robin, like, moving on from mm-hmm. Don um Ted decides that he will like be the architect but um he has to uh he makes Barney take him to dinner. Yeah. This is like one of like Barney's dumb like rules like he won't um take a woman to dinner unless he's had sex with her three times.
0: Because to him a dinner is more, more intimate. intimate than There's having like sex. eye
1: contact. Yeah. Which like <laughs> How are you having sex, (laughs) weirdo? Um, And then Robin is going to call Dawn again, and she realizes that she has the wrong number, so that's true closure that she forgot the number. So she's ready to move past. Uh, And that's kind of where it ends.
0: Yeah, I had just a couple of... uh, I really liked... Because How I Met Your Mother is a romantic comedy at its heart, Mm -hmm. um, and I liked that... Um the the thing of Barney using his moves on Ted culminated in a very rom-com thing of like Ted like walking out of class and then running across the city to yeah. like declare yes. that he'll yes. take I like that a yes. lot. Yeah. There's also a whole thing I had a I had a revelation <laughs> during this episode. <laughs> okay. They're eating jalapeno poppers. Yes. And Ted is talking about how important the cream cheese filling is to a jalapeno popper. And it suddenly occurred to me, I don't think I've ever had a jalapeno popper. Really? I think I had an idea in my head of what they were, and I think I assumed I'd had one.
1: They're very delicious. I'm
0: sure they are. But I didn't realize they had cream cheese, and that's when I was like, oh, maybe I've never had one. It's like
1: mostly cream cheese. Yeah. It's mostly cream cheese. I think we've got to
0: get me some jalapeno poppers. Let's do
1: that. Let's do that. Because they're very good. Mm -hmm. A little strip of jalapeno, a lot of cream cheese. Yeah. Lots of batter, deep fried. Yeah. And then and dip it in a sauce.
0: Oh, right. Sure. And they're, from what I can tell looking it up, that the jalapenos are seeded, so they're not, or de-seeded, which means the same thing. Um, Some of them so are. So they're not that spicy. They
1: have like a little bit of a spice okay. to them.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't
1: had one in probably 20 years.
0: Um, friends and mothers, thoughts on jalapeno poppers? Yeah. Right. Um, so those, yeah, those are my, we can move on to funniest moments, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny, just like the constant, um, Barney always gets a yes. Yeah,
0: I liked that too. Uh, my first one is also a Barney thing. You talked about him humble, humble bragging. He's like complaining in oh, ways yes, that yes. are, compl- so he's, he's like complaining about working for GNB in ways that are like, and he's like, uh, I, I can't really just like. The final one is, like, not even a complaint. It's like, uh, he's like, man, I hate GNV's comprehensive health care. I can see any doctor I want. It
1: sucks. The benefits package <laughs> is so extensive. Yes, I had that, too. Yeah. Um, Marshall, at one point, um, everyone is, like, talking about, like, their dreams, and he's like, you can't let fear steal your funk. Oh, that's a good song name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the second time well, I mentioned... Uh, Ted's romantic like, rom-com run to the office. When he arrives at Barney's office, Rachel's there again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, why aren't you in class? And Rachel goes, why aren't you in class? <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: good one. Um, when, and one of um, the calls to Dawn, Robin says, this just in is what I'm going to say when I stab you.
0: <laughs> okay, so that wasn't the like thread I was talking about. Okay. I was talking about how she said she was going to... Kill kill him she was going to rip off his face and put it on a deep dish pizza and eat it she's gonna eat his face yeah that's pretty gnarly that's
1: very gnarly uh
0: my last one is we get the little montage of people like not entirely letting go of their thing you know yeah. and we've got Lily's in the kitchen making a salad or something and the fridge door is still open and she goes like hey, "Yeah." And she like she, kicks like, the kicks door closed chop. Yeah. yeah I like that
1: yeah um yeah
0: Should we move on to How I Met Your Mother But Make It Fashion? Yes. Okay, what do you got?
1: So Robin has uh, a blue cardigan that I liked, and I liked it even more when I saw the back of it, and it's two seahorses kissing.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: And then she fucks it up with some, like, high boots.
0: They always fuck things up. Yeah. Um, I've got three total, two good and one bad. Okay. But they're all lily. Um, I liked Lily's little pleather jacket.
1: Okay. What else you got? That's it.
0: Oh, I liked Lily's karate gi. I thought that she oh, looked. yeah,
1: she looked cute. With she the looked pigtails. cute
0: in her karate gi. I did not like in the flashback to Marshall's funk band Lily's fedora. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was like a little fedora. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> bad, she tried to like be look.
1: supportive right? of this like <laughs> funk band.
0: Yeah uh she went to what's under the umbrella, yeah, well, speaking of that flashback and speaking of hats, Marshall is wearing his super tall purple right. and yellow striped hat from the intervention episode You're right. that was that was what they intervened on him was you have to stop wearing that hat and then he wears it again in the montage at the end to show that he hasn't like let the dream die, so yeah. that that's uh, the return of that hat yes um the only other one I had is um when robin is like missing don and she's like looking at old pictures and there's a picture of her and don with the puppets from the local puppet show
1: um yes yes um there was another thing i forgot um i didn't like this fashion but it was oh. notable the uh, robin has a just a shirt with a big union jack yeah it was strange but that well, was like oh cool.
0: we learned something though on our London tour, from our uh, our, we took the, the boat tour of the Thames, yeah. the River Thames. The uh, River Thames. And um, we learned that officially, okay. it's not; it's only called the Union Jack when it's flying from like a ship mast or whatever. Yes. It's otherwise, it's just a Union flag.
1: Yes. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, but you were
0: you said something. You had more to say about the Union Union the union flag on no uh, okay
1: um also wait are we under the umbrella we're under
0: the umbrella okay yeah
1: um barney's like bullshit rule so sex three times before dinner yeah <laughs> um star wars
0: of course yeah star wars yeah uh let's move on to similarities okay um you usually have more than i do but i, I have two big ones that i think you probably have too okay um both Ross and Robin are lying about no longer being in love.
1: Yeah, deceitful friends.
0: Yeah. And uh, both Joey and Barney are interested in 19-year-old women.
1: Yes. The, I read that that that, yeah. that
0: specific of 19 years old. Rachel Under-aged is 19.
1: Pervene. And not yeah. technically underage but underage for them. 19-year-olds. It's, yeah. It's pathetic. Um also similarities not necessarily in this episode but in delicate voicemails. So in Friends there's always a constant like the voicemails listening to voicemails, okay, g- um, trying to delete voicemails before right. the other person hears it, yeah, yeah, and then Robin with um, dogs. yeah um, also, Joey's ad in the paper was very barney like, like no fatties, no uglies, yeah, hot, yeah, like it, it was, was very, very barney. barney, yeah um, That's it.
0: I have. I'm gonna go back. I have more. I'm gonna get on my soapbox here (laughs) about the age gap thing. Okay. Because I think around the time of like Me Too, there was a lot of acknowledging that like age gap, you know, the the power potential power imbalance on in age gap relationships, and I feel like lately there's been this pushback of saying like if you're like if you're saying this. Fifty-five year old man and this twenty-six year old woman shouldn't be together. Then you're denying the maturity and agency of the twenty-six year old woman. That's what I've seen a lot. Like tw- a twenty-six year old woman is an adult, blah blah blah, that sort of thing. And I just feel like well, what's happened is we've like we've made this all too serious. Like, like you pointed out, nineteen year olds not technically underage. I'm not. We're not saying, or at least I'm not saying, if you're a fifty-two year old man. Fifty-five-year-old man or whatever is dating a twenty-six-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that person is like immoral or criminal or a mm-hmm. pedophile. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he's a pathetic loser, yeah. <laughs> right? I, I feel like we let this conversation get out of hand where people yeah. are like saying, like taking it to the point of like, oh, so that's the same as pedophilia? No, I'm just saying old men. Yeah. Who it's
1: not a crime, it's th- just criminally pathetic.
0: It's yes, it's loser <laughs> behavior. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you can't tell a dame she has nice gams anymore either.
0: <laughs> I know. God forbid you say stewardess. Yeah.
1: Um uh, don't move your chair. Oh.
0: Um Let's play favorites. Okay. Uh, give me a second. So tough
1: fun. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. How Hi I Met Your mother. mother. Yeah. Yeah. Just I just, like, hated Ross being, like, manipulative to so many people.
0: And I hated the bullshit battle of the sexes arguments. Yes. And I hated Joey being a creep. Whereas at least we're used to Barney being a creep. Yes. Um. And I did like... It's, like, fun to see Barney hit on Ted. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Ted enjoying it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I gotta get some jalapeno poppers.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Although I'm trying... As you know, I am trying to, like... Be a bit healthier yeah, between trim
1: down.
0: between now and the holidays because I know I'm going to pack it back on the holidays. Right. So I'm trying to be a little bit healthier right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't think to do this. Let's catch up on our correspondence, Woo. of which we have plenty. Woo. Or no, I don't know if we have plenty, but it's been a while. I know we have some. Okay. But I'm now realizing that it's going to like be hard for me to. You're
1: supposed to do this beforehand. I know.
0: I'm I'm rusty. You know. Yeah. When was the last time we recorded a podcast?
1: Last time we recorded a podcast would have been
0: September 29th. Okay. It looks like. Okay. Okay. So that'll help me try to
1: like. It was a Friday. Friday night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me go back to. Okay. We definitely have some. Mm, yes.
1: Yeah, dead time. Do you want me to vamp?
0: Um, you can.
1: Honeycrisp apple granola.
0: Oh, no, I'm already there. Um, Sean on Twitter says uh, uh, cashew hashtag nut fave.
1: Um, Is this our friend Sean? <laughs> uh,
0: no, this is a oh, different okay. Sean.
1: Um, yes, that's the correct answer. Um, I forgot about nut fave.
0: Uh, Jenny says. Um. that wait, did we talk about this already? The lurking strategy in the casino mm-hmm. wouldn't work uh, but on the other hand um, I'm gonna say she no no pronouns in the bio she uh, would be very surprised if a slot machine paid out ten times in a row because a rare thing happening once seems more likely than a rare thing happening repeatedly but I don't know. Because okay. I was saying that like, the chances of hitting a jackpot are the The same every time. It doesn't, like, build up, like, yeah. pressure releasing, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: but I think, I mean, it's operated on by the force of the casino. Like, so I feel like, yes, yeah, statistically, no, but it's not just, stati- like, it's programmed. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we could challenge this.
0: Um, okay, what else? Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. No, that's about something else. Um, that's about something else. Um. Oh. What was that? Thank you to our listener who uh, was concerned because uh, some episodes were late. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, I had some technical problems right before we left for London and so I wasn't able to
1: post on a Tuesday or on a... Yeah,
0: so they, they they uh they were late. Oh uh but they're all up now. Oh, our friend Jackson um <coughs> says that they are siding with David for once. <laughs> Flagpole Siddha is an awesome song.
1: All right. All it right. is an awesome song. Okay.
0: Um
1: I'll allow it this one time, Jackson.
0: Don't
1: let me down again.
0: <laughs> I had visions, I was in them, I was look. Okay, so now I have to go to our, e- wait, I don't think we, we don't have any emails, but there might be a, a comment. comment? Uh, or maybe not, maybe that was it. Okay. Um. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, the last comment was Yuhani uh, complimenting us on our making it to the halfway point, and that, so that was we already talked about that. All right, so that's catching up with our correspondence. I'm sorry it was so awkward this week. I'm, yeah, I'll do a better job. I'm just getting back into the swing of things. Uh, now, though, it's time for my favorite segment to introduce. The segment is called "How Were We Doing," and this is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So season six, episode three of Friends, the one with Ross's denial, aired on uh, Thursday, October 7th, 1999. And the very important thing that happened on this day was the Connecticut Quarter was introduced. Remember the state quarters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Connecticut Quarter. Okay. Never been to Connecticut.
1: Neither.
0: What is it even? uh, I used to know all the state state nicknames and I can't remember what Connecticut even is anymore. The the
1: what's the capital Hartford Hartford is it That's Hartford right. I think okay so. yeah
0: um do we have any Connecticut listeners
1: yeah let us know should we visit
0: uh yeah should we visit what is there to do in Connecticut
1: yeah
0: um I'm putting that in the little notes here uh top five songs in the US on this day um Wait. By the way, I have to look this website that I use that I've never said the name of and I won't for like, I'm looking at who was born on October 7th, 1999. Like it's people we haven't heard of, but they use like their, the names they're famous under. So two people who were born on the same day, um, Ashlyn, seven fabulous teens and Paige the Panda. These are both YouTube stars. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) We're old. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, Ashley Seven Fabulous Teens, though, is a very funny name. Yeah. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. At number five, Ricky Martin, She's All I Ever Had. Uh, and number four, bah, bah, a little bit of Darla in oh. my <laughs> life. Uh, I don't think is one of the names. Uh, Mama number five by Lou Vega. Great song. Uh, great and, song. Uh, yeah. And number three, TLC's uh, Make Me Feel So Damn Unpretty. Unpretty. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of songs that are great. Here's one that is not uh, number two, smooth by Santana yeah. And a number one heartbreaker by Mariah Carey <laughs> You're gonna sing heartbreaker. Oh, no, I'm okay not. Season six episode three of how I met your mother unfriended aired on Monday October 4th 2010 uh, As far as what was happening in the world obviously a lot of bummer shit uh, cuz the world keeps getting worse um, but uh, Tony Curtis's funeral. Tony Curtis had died the week before. Um obviously his daughter Jamie Lee was in attendance. Um as were some other other people. Uh uh Kirk Krikorian, Kikori, uh who's um yeah. Uh, the Krikorians are like a big like family in Los Angeles. He, one of them was our old when we were in North Hollywood, Transyl. I think. Was a council yeah. person, was a yes. Korean. Yeah. Uh, he was there. Um, it, the only reason, the main reason it leapt out to me um, that Tony Curtis died is because I, as always, I am, have been rewatching Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. It's what I do. The way you and I always watch Sopranos, I'm always rewatching Bojack Horseman. And I just recently watched one of my favorite episodes from season two called After the Party, where. Um, Diane and Diane and Mr. Peanut butter get into a huge fight at their own party. And then everyone like leaves and it, the episode follows three different like couples, you know, after they left. And the thing that they're arguing about, we find out later in the episode is that Diane, uh, Mr. Peter Butter, Mr. Peanut butter asked if Tony Curtis was still alive. And Diane said, no, he's dead. And Mr. Peanut butter got his phone to confirm. And she was like, I told you he's dead. Like, why are you in front of everyone? Like, yeah, yeah which is very much something that like, I could see you and I we're early dead. in our yes. relationship arguing about. Yes. Now I think I would know better. Yes. But I definitely think there was a time I would have been like, huh, let me, uh, let me pull up, this. let me pull up the deets you, here. You were definitely Tony... more of the,
1: well, well, actually.
0: Uh, yeah. And I, mean, I still have those impulses, but I, um I fight them a little better. Yeah. Uh Top five songs. In the US On this day Uh, Number 5 Teo Teo Cruz Dynamite Uh, Number 4 Usher DJ Got Us Falling In Love And number 3 Eminem Love The Way You Lie with Rihanna Um, And number 2 Katy Perry You can put your hands on me In my skin tight jeans I'll be your teenage dream tonight Uh, And number 1 a song that I do know, but I'm not going to sing because it's terrible. Uh, Just the way you are, by Bruno Mars. Yeah, I don't think I like any Bruno Mars. But then, didn't he have like a more recently? He had a, a, like a a group. It was like a super group thing. Um, they had a song. Like leave the door open. Um, what did they call them? Silk Sonic.
1: Okay.
0: Is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack another guy okay. that I'm like kind of? There's some good Anderson Pack stuff, but some, like, really crun- he's cringy. from Oxnard. He is from Oxnard, and that's cool that he's proud of being yeah. from Oxnard. But Silk Sonic had some good songs, even though I didn't really like, no, not a big fan of either of them separately. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Leave the Door Open. That's a good song. Okay. All right. So that's uh, that segment. On to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode titles. Oh, no. um, First off, let's see how we did last week. Okay. You, or I said that <laughs> um, Ross continues to, not, to deny that he's sitting in a tree with Rachel even though it's like so obvious. Mm-hmm. That's my first point of the season, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, oh, you had the right person but the wrong, you had the right subject but the wrong object. Uh, you said Robin realizes there might be some unfinished business with Ted in her heart and maybe in the bedroom. Yeah. So let's see what next week's episodes are called. I'm going to need you to vamp for, for, for a second here.
1: Autumnal Harvest Pasta Sauce. honey crisp Apple Granola. Mini Maple Marshmallows.
0: Okay. Season 6, Episode 4 of Friends is called The One Where Joey Loses His Insurance. Um, and obviously, my. Uh, first question is Joey had insurance?
1: He should get on Barney's plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: like how would Joey have had insurance?
1: Um, through the Screen Actors Guild?
0: Well, I don't know. Do you have to be in SAG to do soap operas? Isn't that a different Oh, that's thing? a
1: different guild.
0: Or maybe it is the same guild, but it's a different, yeah, maybe he...
1: I'm sure Estelle got him some...
0: Yeah. Insurance. Okay. So then, how does he lose it? Well, no, I'm not asking you. That's, I'm pondering. Oh. He loses his insurance. Is it because he hasn't worked? Like maybe it like lapses if he doesn't mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. in a whole calendar year. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say. Joey has gone a full 12 months without treading the boards and therefore no longer longer qualifies for insurance. Season 6, episode 4 of the one where I met your mother is called Subway Wars.
1: Subway Wars. Um, Okay. Um, Hmm. This crew rarely talks about the subway. Well, except when uh, Ted was dating, when he had to take the... The oh, yeah, they had to, to take the, like, Hoboken the, or whatever? the
0: I can't remember where it was, yeah, something like that. He had to take um, the, the, but that wasn't the subway, that was, like, the.
1: The train? Yeah,
0: the, um, New Yorkers can tell us what that's called.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, they're always taking cabs or walking places, so. <laughs> subway Wars. Okay. It's going to be some, like, Star Wars.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, Marshall and Ted. Okay. Are gonna, um, they're gonna reenact some scene, the Star Wars scene on the subway.
0: Okay. Marshall and Ted reenact. Um. Scenes.
1: Some bullshit from Star (laughs) Wars.
0: Some George Lucas bullshit on the subway. Well, I'm not gonna tell you if you're right or wrong, but I'm gonna tell you that it's been a while, but I remember loving this episode. Okay. I remember being a really fun episode. Okay. So um, that's that's it. That's, that's the whole that's the whole show you can uh, find the podcast wherever you found it you've already done that once you just do that again you're obviously very good at it Rachel. but uh you can also find a post for every episode at battleship you can leave a comment there you can also find my other podcast uh battleship pretension where i talk about movies at battleshippretention.com. you can uh, email us at the one where i met your mother at gmail.com and you can uh at me on uh Twitter and Blue Sky at Davy Pretension.
1: Yeah. Your calls to action this week. What oh, that's was, right. What's uh, your ideal childhood lunch? Uh, yeah. Brown yeah. bag or... Um, or
0: Lunch pail? Lunch pail? Lunch box? Lunch box. Lunch box.
1: Um, also, jalapeno poppers, yay or nay? Yeah. Hashtag jalapeno poppers or jalapeno nopers. Yeah. <laughs> um, what should we do in Connecticut if we uh, were to visit? Can
0: I suggest a punch-up? Yeah. Hashtag jalapeno or jalapeno yes. Okay, that is
1: better. <laughs> that is the winner. Uh, that is
0: correct. Are any of you in Connecticut? Also, what is the name of the train you would take uh, from New York to New Jersey? I know there's like a yeah. There's a name for it. Yeah. But it's not like the Long Island Express, because that's not Long Island. Yeah. Long Island Express, I think you would take to get to Montauk.
1: Um, and yes.
0: To go visit the characters in the affair. Right. Have, um, have lunch at the lobster roll.
1: We started with what is your favorite juice box, but uh, then we extended it to. Yeah, just, just
0: all kinds of school lunch stuff, especially like brown bag stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's. Yeah, give us your um, ideal.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, lunch pail, yeah. box, or bag. Yeah. Um,
0: Thank yeah. you for reminding me of that. Uh, sorry, I forgot to ask, where can people find you on the internet, Natalie? Uh,
1: they can't. But if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, leave us five stars. And if you don't think we deserve it, let us know why we love criticism. And can We
0: welcome criticism.
1: welcome yeah. um, Until next time, we'll see you at the dojo.
0: All right.